0: Hi, everyone. It's Jamin with Keen Point of View, the best intersection for gay issues, politics and Christianity ever. Thank you for joining me. This week, the federal government has let us down over the COVID-19 response. Gay men can now give blood and some churches in the plains and in the south are being thick headed in the face of a pandemic. And I close with tips on how to help you black gays interracially date and choose the best kind of white man for yourselves. (laughs) Let's get to it. In political news, guys, gals, and in between folks, what is this awful COVID 19 response? Please help me out. Trump knew about this in his daily briefings in November last year and didn't do anything about it because he didn't want to hurt his reelection chances. Help me understand. Wouldn't it make more sense to have people alive to vote for you versus either being too sick or dead or upset with you for letting their loved one die when you could have had more people love you if you had just had the right response that prevented a catastrophe? In my opinion, the guy that saves lives is the guy that gets reelected. I mean, well, to be honest, racism drove him to a win in the White House before and it's powerful enough to do it again. But I really hope it doesn't happen this time. The bottom line is that we need a real leader in charge who knows how to step back from the media and let health experts handle the response and coordination. But we don't have that because he fired the White House pandemic response team in 2018, citing the need to save money. And he needed to save money for what? Because his golf trips on the weekends cost millions of dollars that he's putting back into his own pocket. His kids need Secret Service protection. I don't know why they need it when they really shouldn't be working for the administration. I d- anyway, the whole thing They're wasting a lot of money in that family that's why he needed to save money and even after walking through a pandemic exercise with the Obama administration a year earlier just a year earlier he decided to cut the White House pandemic response team that could have better handled this we are looking at over 15,000 deaths in the United States alone from this and it's rising Ugh. We have a petulant narcissist as our leader. He said in a press conference that uh, he's always lying in these press conferences about the job he's doing. He said that he's getting more ratings than other shows. And really, that's all he cares about is attention. That is so disgusting. I don't even have words for it. He hates tough questions about his mistakes. He hates black women reporters. People are dying in high numbers, and he wants ratings since he can't do campaign events right now, and the media is still covering it. Why, why are they still covering it? Why can't experts get together to give a separate press conference about what needs to be done? Why is his son-in-law in charge of the response and sourced help on it from people on Facebook? No, really. He went to Facebook and asked regular people, what should I do about coronavirus? Why is the federal government taking supplies sent to states and using it for its own stockpile and telling states afterwards that they're on their own? If the states are ordering the supplies, why is the federal government taking the supplies when the planes land? Why did y'all vote for him, those who did, thinking that breaking the government was the best way to have government save lives when it matters most? you voted for him it's like oh he's different he gives Washington a run for their money they can't push him around I like that but here's where we are when the government needs to work and function you voted for a guy to break the government and here's where we are with a terrible response for the richest nation in the world I y'all I I don't get it please uh, explain to me how this makes sense in gay news. Gay men can now give blood. That's right. The FDA announced that gay men who had been previously banned from giving blood because of concerns over HIV can now give blood after a gay man who recovered from COVID-19 had antibodies to fight the virus in his bloodstream, and that could be used to cure other people. Gay men in general have a lot of sex. Statistically, I think gay men have more sex than single heterosexual couples and people, but gay men... Also have unprotected sex at the same amount, I think, as heterosexual people. So concerns over HIV aside, why did it take this virus for the FDA to approve gay men giving blood? The restriction before, which I think is 10 or 12 years old, was that uh, gay men could donate blood if they had not had sex in a year. And now the restriction is that gay men have not had sex in three months. They can now donate blood. So that put a lot of gay men who are HIV negative, Um, In a bad spot because they wanted to donate blood, but they couldn't because they weren't celibate. Now, if they've been celibate for three months, they can now give blood. I'm just letting you know, with these lockdowns in America, when they're lifted, there'll be about an hour tops before gay men cannot give blood once again. Because they're not going to be celibate. So once these lockdowns go away, the Red Cross needs to start a campaign now asking gay men to donate their blood on the way to their hookup once this is over. Because as soon as they lift this lockdown, the gays are going to go in. Gay zone apps are already ready for this to end. They're already lining up their hookups. They are ready as soon as that ban is lifted on lockdowns. Look, Red Cross, just do something to ask people to. To do it right before they go to that house for that hookup, because these gays out here, they ready, honey. They ready. In Christian news, churches in Texas and Florida are allowed to gather under a religious exemption during the shelter in place order in their states. Churches in Kansas are still meeting and people are wondering what is making people do this. Ignorance is the answer. Ignorance. I really struggle to wrap my head around this, but I realize that I'm actually a person of faith and science, whereas the religious right somehow decided to forget that those two things can happen together. really don't understand that. I was taught in a Christian school that is really right-wing and conservative that science helps you discover God, but I'm lost as to when this anti-science and anti-education push from conservatives started. Um, I'm saying that because... Uh, I don't get it. Like, you know, science, you know what the science is saying. Social distancing is the best thing we can do right now. And you're still choosing to meet. I don't get it. They're meeting because they say they want people to gather in fellowship. But if you're putting people at a higher risk by being together with an illness that can be passed without symptoms, you don't want people to gather for fellowship. You want people to gather to pay money. Let's just get to that part. This is about money. You can collect online now, but you want to make sure that people are giving money by showing up in person. And this, to me, has nothing to do with gathering to worship God. Second, Timothy one, seven, which you all like to quote all the time with the pandemic going on, says that God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind and and you always stop at spirit of fear. God has not given us that, but you don't go on with the verse. So the rest of the verse ask about a sound, says about a sound mind. So I'm asking, where is the soundness of mind and the decision to gather together in close quarters during a pandemic? Where's any semblance of compassion for people beyond yourself? If you're a leader and you're responsible to answer to God for how you led your people, like you always say God's going to ask you how you, you know, did With elections on abortion. But God's going to ask you about this. What will your answer be? What will your answer be when God asks, why did you continue meeting and putting people at risk and having people in your congregation die during a pandemic? Um, When you had other options available, like what's the answer? What if the decision that you're making leads to deaths that could have been prevented I know people say, like, if if it's your time, it's your time. But everyone's time really isn't their time all the time. I believe that some people do leave early. And do you want to be responsible for that? If it ain't about money, what is it about? I don't understand why you want to meet with people and congregations with reports of death all around for something that's not fully understood yet. Like, I don't I don't get it. Like, what is driving this decision if it's not money? all right let's close with something fun this is what i have titled 10 types of quality white gay men look don't turn me off yet just give me a minute or four and a half to tell you how to go about interracially dating as a non-white person and how to choose the best white gay man for yourselves if you listen to the podcast with Truliff instead, said, I mentioned the story of a messy situation of how someone tried to say I slept with a black man and how I made a joke that it likely didn't happen if he's black. It was a joke. F you if you think otherwise. And I said that I've dated everyone who reciprocated interests and that has taken me around the interracial Mulberry Bush to everyone except Native American. Yeah. And I may come back to this for other races, but. Honestly, it's interesting with white men as a group because as much as minorities hate on them for oppression, racism, tone deafness, colonialism, not bathing regularly with washcloths, not bathing regularly at all, not washing their legs and feet, unseasoned food and to dance on beat and a general lack of responsibility when it comes to using their privilege to make the country better for everyone. I have to say that that's not true for all of them and for the ones for whom it's not true. Well, they're pretty great sorry, just like as great as somebody else who's not that terrible. So the other ones who are terrible and not great need to do better though and stop acting like they're victims when they can get loans for things like a shower cap company, like that white woman in New York. She literally started a company for shower caps and said she had never seen anything to protect her hair like that and put designs on shower caps and our, you know, and she's selling them and she got a loan to do it and doing really well. And I'm just like, seriously or elon musk of tesla like and his family saying that they struggled hard and worked hard by taking an emerald mine from black people in south africa but i'm digressing let's get to these types of white men to help y'all interracially date better number 10 the racist white guy don't even bother because he won't date you he'll say it's a preference and that his preference, you'll find, will even extend to his social group in a majority-minority city where most people are not whites. He'll still find a way to make his whole circle white. <laughs> and you find out that it's not a preference, it's racism. Number nine, the not really not racist white guy this is the i don't see color white guy he will try to call you the n-word when you're being intimate with him and will get mad at you and say that you ruined the mood because you just couldn't let his racism off the hook just for him to get off he's not worth it number eight the white guy who's never been with the black guy okay so this is also the preppy white guy He's politically conservative. He voted for Trump. He threatens for his family to sue you if you insult him. That kind of guy wears boat shoes, has the cardigan and the the cardigan tied around his polo shirt on his shoulder or whatever. Uh, So the last guy mentioned who is the I don't see color white guy, that guy voted for Democrats. Shocking or not, I know. But this guy who's never been with the black guy is conservative and voted for Trump. So this is somewhat. Uh, this guy's a little bit more irritating than the other two, because this is the guy who you'll meet at a bar and he's probably your former jock and brings it up while you're watching a game. He has a trust fund and you won't find out he, that he's never been with the black guy. I mean, if you're not paying attention, if you pay attention, you probably can. But you won't find out he's never been with the black guy until you get home and start making out. He'll mention it to you like you're supposed to be grateful that he chose you. And when you get offended, he'll just say, oh, no, I meant that it's my first time. And what he really means is that he wants a story to tell his friends don't be a story number seven the drunk white guy this guy takes a little time and not just after you get him home if you know what I mean he'll be too loud and he'll probably step on your foot while dancing in public but he is fun in public and in private though he just wants to be held and he'll sober up and try to kick you out but he's not really sober enough to force you out so he'll ask to be held you might do stuff the next morning but overall he just wanted to drink And maybe do cocaine or G or ketamine and have a good time. And your time with him as a good time is really limited to that night or maybe one more. And if you're a hung top, though, it will be a few more times. But ultimately, that's where it all ends. Number six, the rich white guy. This is one of the best ones if he's not a jerk. Okay, Um, he'll buy you drinks all night. He'll pay for meals and may even buy you electronic toys. If you date him for a little bit, he may even buy you electronic toys Okay. sadly, he won't lock it down, but you'll have a lot of fun and you'll even have things you can sell off later when you want to forget them. I've dated two of these guys, but I didn't stick around long enough for the toys or the toys, just drinks and food. But enough about my past. Number five, the stylist, white guy, stylist, this guy loves black men, loves them some of them even date black men not just sleep with them so you know this is where you can get a real commitment going the other guys have been either hateful or just really one-time deals but this stylist white guy will always outdress you even in casual clothes so don't try they also tend to be scammers if they're under 35 and like going thrift shopping and they're also unemployed if they are under 35 and go through their thrift shopping so be careful um if they're under 35 and go thrift shopping and unemployed they just love you for using you for what you can get them if they are employed however they're all either hairstylists or mac makeup artists and if they're not a hairstylist or mac artist they're scammers i don't make the rules this is just how it is i've run into a couple of stylists and honestly the hairdressers were the less stressful ones the makeup artists were flighty number four the cool white guy this is the white guy who doesn't try too hard and he's just cool. He gets along with everyone. He listens to R&B and Metallica. He's opening to seasoning his food, even if he doesn't always season it when he cooks it for himself. He gets annoyed white people say there is no such thing as white privilege. He votes for Democrats, but voted for Bernie in the primary. He isn't quite there on race and racism, but he learns fast and he isn't afraid to tell other people that they're being racist once he learns and you'll date him and he won't make a big deal out of it. And that is a huge relief. Like, I hate when it's made a big deal of like, they got me like a trophy on their arm and like telling other people like, oh, look how edgy I am. I dated outside of my race. Like, go away. Now, this guy may lock you down, or he may not. But you know, it won't be because he's afraid of what his family will think. It just won't happen. And you won't feel some type of way about it. It just, you know, just went down how it went down. And this group, of cool guys it also includes european men who date black men because they like us as people and not a fetish and it's such a difference dating european white men versus american white men and if you're still single try it sometime (laughs) but it's just like it's just a difference i really enjoyed it when i did it so shout out to my british ex um this type of guy overall is just cool and i've dated some of these guys and have nothing but happy memories Number three, the white guy who was raised around black people. Now, this is the guy who is still white, but he sounds effortlessly black. He's not a wigger. Wiggas don't make the list because wiggers are secretly internally racist. But this guy is genuine. Now, this guy only dates black guys and he secretly wishes he was black. But he'll never say it because let's be honest, being white is pretty great in America. Uh, this guy, he seasons his food. He is woke. He will help you take out your cornrows. He drives a Dodge Challenger with limo tinted windows and low suspension. And he also knows how to work it in bed, even if he isn't blessed. Moving right along. Number two, the nerdy white guy. This guy is a little cool. And also kind of a white guy in his own group. Um, He's into different everything, shows, books, games, music, movies, interesting junk food, and will have sex in public way more than the other guys. This a fact. He is also willing to learn about your race and your struggle after a while, but he's not going to be right on board right away. He's going to have to learn and break away from some mindsets he has, but just stick with it. He'll get there. And these guys are actually among, surprisingly, some of the best in bed. Um, he also might be really fit. Actually, you know what? All these guys might be really fit, but don't let that catch you slipping. Stick with numbers one through five on this list and only number five if he's what? A hairstylist. Number one, they hipster white guy. Hands down, the best type of white guy I dated. Just don't get one with matted dreadlocks and you'll be set. But this guy is damn near perfect. He's spiritual, smokes the best weed, knows how to make a drink, knows how to cook with seasonings and also uses shea butter. He doesn't look like he's all that with his man bun and linen pants and your family will wonder what you ever saw on him. But just trust me on this blaze, black and gaze blaze front and back is good. You get me front and back is good. He has coconut oil by the bed and will have you so dedicated to him that you'll do almost anything he asks, like 2 a.m. in a weeknight. What you doing? And you reply back, texting while driving, which you're not supposed to do. Like you already halfway there on your way. Like, yeah. Mm. Mm. Let me send this text. Hold, please. And now for my bum of the week and my boo of the week. My bum of the week this week is selfish people. The people who don't practice social distancing and don't care if they get it and pass it on. The people who think it's not as bad as it is. The people who think they shouldn't be locked down and should go back to work, even if it means death for people who aren't them. The people who think their lives matter more just because they're not older. This really has brought out some awful character traits in Americans. And I just want to say that if this disease was disproportionately affecting younger people, Older people would do everything in their power to make sure that younger people lived. The opposite is happening. Stop being selfish. My boo of the week is everyone on the front lines from nurses, doctors, EMTs, police officers, grocery workers, delivery people, and parents learning how to homeschool. <laughs> no, but really. So everyone on the front lines. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in. If you didn't know, I have a web series coming out, Lord willing, once this is all over. It's called Vinegar Water, and it is the story of three young black gay men who come out and have to grow up black and gay in a white gay world. And we are setting up a virtual stage reading for the first few episodes to let you know what it's all about. The promo trailer is online on YouTube. Just search on YouTube for Jamin, J-A-M-I-N, Vinegar Water jamin vinegar water on youtube search for that and you'll find it you can also follow updates at vinegar water web on twitter and vinegar water series on instagram music this week is provided by free music archive google underscore ace dizzy flow on twitter and la mikey Once again, this is Jamin with Keen Point of View, the best intersection for gay issues, politics, and Christianity ever. Thanks for listening. Contact the podcast at KeenPOV, K-E-E-N-E-P-O-V on Twitter and Instagram, the same place, and on Facebook.com slash K-E-E-N-E-P-O-V facebook.com slash keen pov the email is keen point of view at gmail.com k-e-e-n-e point of view all one word keen point of view at gmail.com subscribe wherever you're listening to this now go ahead and subscribe now to the podcast and i'll talk to you again lord willing next time take care